I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Podcast Goals, the podcast that's not about teaching you how to podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Sophie. And every week we're going to be talking about ridiculous millennial things we've come across like Tinder. Tinder... <laughs> Listen again, that was great, okay? Tinder. Gap years. Instagram. Hashtag squad goals. Selfies. And lots of ridiculous things like that that we come across in everyday life and all the stories that we have to share with your lovely selves. And a lot of them are very ridiculous. I mean, all of them are. So, if you fancy listening to any of that... Come um, on back! Come, come back, back! Come back! And keep listening. That doesn't make any Hello. Hi. I am very excited. I'm excited. I'm more excited. We have a wonderful person in the room with us today. Oh, thanks. Oh, spoiler. Alex Fox. Hello. 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 I'm glad you're both excited. Yes, we're yeah. very excited. People do tend to talk to me a lot about how excited they are or how excited <laughs> they're failing to be and how they wish they could be more excited oh, and what God. I can do to help excite them. What do yeah. you generally do? What's your answer to that? Well, it really depends on their specific predilections. <laughs> oh. There is no one universal thing that will tickle everybody's sexual pickle. Oh, I love a sexual pickle. <laughs> oh, I like pickle. My <laughs> flatmate actually drinks pickle juice. Really? He often gets back home a little bit pissed at night and I'll just watch him open the fridge and drink from a jar of gherkins. So I spend all day talking about jerking gherkins, then get home, <laughs> watch him doing all sorts with them. Yeah. Great. Jerking gherkins. Jerking gherkins sounds kind of like a 90s uh, boy band. Jerking gherkins. Or a dance move. Or a dance move. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about how the name... Foreplay. The word foreplay sounds like a 90s band. Oh. Who would use the term like, they would, they would sing lyrics about how they're gonna sex girls. I'm gonna mm-hmm. sex you, lady. Even though sexing, that is a thing that vets do when they hold guinea pigs in the air and look at their genitals, decide whether they're a female or a male, right? So, it's very specific that you know that. How did you come across that piece of information? Well, I think a lot about terminology for making love. There's another okay. one. Making love. Sounds mm. quite arts and crafts, doesn't it? You might yeah. get a paper cut. Well, I'm, I'm learning like, so much. I'm just staring at you. Um, <laughs> Amy, you're carrying Sorry. So carrying this Sophie's episode. transfixed. I can't... Uh, I'm learning can't. a lot already. Well, it's good that we're talking about these things because this week we're talking about sex goals. Ooh. Sex goals. Sex goals. Sex goals. I personally think you should probably not have any sex goals. I'm always telling people they should make sex less goal-oriented and that it shouldn't be a thing where you Mm -hmm. set out with something in your mind that you wish to achieve. (laughs) Bucket list. Yeah, bucket list. list. But it's funny you talk about kind of making things like sex kind of goal-oriented because it's something you've talked about. So for listeners who don't know, um, lovely Alex Fox is on The Modern Man as well. She has the foxhole. Yeah, The Modern Man is a podcast named after Ollie Mann, Mm -hmm. who's the main presenter. So it's not all 
is not just for men, which is a hair dye. And I was going to say, that's for dyeing your beard. Not a sponsored post. Yeah, it's not just for men. It's not only for men. It's a magazine-style podcast where it has like a little bit of trends at the front and then a big interview in the middle. And then I'm essentially the smutty back pages <laughs> where people write into me with their problems, their sexual conundrums, mm-hmm. and I try Ooh. and help solve them. It's great, though, and it isn't smutty. It is great, and it's informative, and it's educational, and yeah. I really enjoy listening. Oh, Se- good. Yeah. Keep it up. Sexual conundrum sounds like a really sexy version of Countdown. But no, it's funny you talk about kind of the goals sort of side, because this is something you've talked about on Modern Man, is the icon. Oh, God. Oh, that ball Zachary Zachary. That is such a load of shite, that thing. Have you looked into the icon? Oh, yes. Okay, we need to. We, I know. We need to explain. But... So the icon, as far as I can understand it, the only way I can explain it is it's kind of like a Fitbit for your dick. Or like a dick fit or a fit dick, depending on which way you want to look at it. It kind of, you put it on the base, like the shaft of the dick, and then as you have sex, it measures, right, the amount of thrust that you have? Yeah, it's it's called icon because they wanted to make a pun about condoms, even though it's not a condom in any way, shape or form. So that's the first thing that makes me quite angry about it. It will not provide you any protection against STIs or terrible invasions of parasites to use welchy bits. No. It's not helpful in that capacity in any way and it's not a contraceptive. But yeah, it's, it's essentially just a ring for your dong. It's a wrong ring for does your dong. Does it do anything? Oh, like, does it give pleasure or does it literally just count? It just, just gathers one, two, statistics. Yeah. Um, for example, about how many thrusts you've made during sex, how fast you were going. <laughs> and also, inexplicably, every time you put it on, this guy, it will tell you the circumference of your dick. Which, every time? Yeah, I'm presuming that doesn't change too much. I was about to much. say, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and also, <laughs> I think it tells you your temperature as well. Taking the temperature of my schlong, particularly hot today, ladies. <laughs> if I went out with a guy who, like, at the end of sex was like, right, let me just check my statistics, why does he care how fast it was? Why does he care how wide he is? Well, oh, I, I mean, the, the temperature thing's kind of a thing for me. If he's like, oh, it's, it's very cold. Oh, my oh, God. Speaking of which, the aircon just kicked in. We bought one of the dick rings. <laughs> is it hiding yeah. in the cupboard? It's listening. <laughs> oh, it's angry. <laughs> That's the sound of an angry dick ring. <laughs> oh, God, I never want to hear that again. Again, it will haunt me for my days. Um, but no, if you're thinking, like, it's a bit cold today, like when you go to the doctors and they're like, oh, let me just warm up my hands, you're not going to be like, it's a bit chilly, sorry, let me just warm up my dick and then yeah. uh, we'll go again. But have you seen this thing on the market that is essentially, you know those uh, hand soap dispensers, automatic ones where you stick your mm-hmm. palm underneath and it splurts a little bit of hand gel or <laughs> hand wash on? I'm yeah. excited to see where this is going, Alex. Someone has made an automatic splurter that warms up your lube and then deposits a dollop of it in your hand, ready warm. Wow. But you can only put in sachets of lube that you buy from that company. I can't remember what they're called. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of a fun gadget, but it just really seems surplus to my slurpy requirements, to be honest. Slurpy. The last time we saw you was at the British Podcast Awards. And we came I'm really wondering where this this story is going. We've not explained, I think, to people what happened last time we saw you. I should explain, first of all, I wasn't slurping anyone at the British oh, Podcast no, Awards. No. Slurpy is like a like a slush puppy, so we're cool there. Don't worry, it's still PG. Yeah, no, we left the British Podcast Awards in one of the most comical <laughs> states, I would say, 
thanks to you. And one of the, can I say one of the, I think the best states I've ever left an event. The best. Down. Which is your favourite state? Liquid, gas or solid? I started off that evening feeling pretty solid, but I left <laughs> utterly liquid. I'd had a lot of Prosecco. Uh, oh, yes. We went to that event with little bags, little clutch bags that didn't, would, had no room for anything <laughs> apart from like a thin debit card. And Amy insisted, we're like, wait, 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 Alex is going to get some things. Alex is going to get some things. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool, no worries. Um, just hanging around. And then she returns with armfuls of lube. And the reason I said Slurpee was because the bath lube is that oh, slube. Slube is amazing stuff. Oh, it's not the same word. Have you it. tried it yet? No, but 80% of my life is spent in the bath. So maybe I will soon. But we went home and... <laughs> no, no, we didn't just go home. No, I think you need, to, you need to tell people where we went with armfuls. Okay, so we had the slube. We had uh, quite a few wonderful Durex vibrating contraptions. We had body butter, which um, we tried on toast. is very nice, actually. Oh, oh, the, the kind of Nutella-esque yeah. chocolate spread. Yeah, it's very nice. And uh, so, as you said, we kind of left the event quite liquid. Sophie made a stop at McDonald's on the way home, obviously with clutch bags, which are too small to fit anything. So we wandered into McDonald's with armfuls of lube and vibrating cock rings yeah. and just saw the like, bouncer on the door, and he was like... Evening, ladies. <laughs> Come here for a really happy meal. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Filet your fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds kind of like the dream, to be honest. I think it was. Mac so and thank you. Fappy D's. Fappy D's. Yeah, Fappy D's. Oh, God, is Fappy D's what you want? <laughs> I'm quite easy to please. Yeah, it Fappy was. Fappy D's uh... and Bugger King. There's a hot weekend. There you go. Throwing these puns out was so good. Keep coming. Keep coming. <laughs> Steady on. I don't oh, even right? know that it's good. It's like pun Tourette's at this point in my 34 <laughs> year old life. What I'm really interested in is talking of your puns kind of throughout your life. How did you get into talking about kind of sex and sort of the things that you do? Like, how did that come about? Kind of by accident, which is a worrying thing to say <laughs> about sex, isn't it? I used to help edit a magazine called Bizarre, which sadly is no longer. It is, it's folded, it's gone the way of many, many print magazines, unfortunately, Aww. now. It's, but Bizarre was a magazine that dealt with the extreme ends of alternative culture. We wrote about everything from people who were bifurcating their own tongues and piercing holes in their scrotums. Uh, I tried underwater bondage. It was my wow. job to report on the weirdest, wildest stuff out there. Why is this magazine no longer? But I I found myself, whilst I was working there, writing more and more and investigating more and more into people's unusual kinks because I just found it fascinating. Everybody is affected by sex, whether you're having it, whether you're not. It's how we all got here. You know, fair, no matter yeah. what your tastes, no matter what your opinions, it's relevant to everyone. Yeah. And I just found the outer realms of sexuality completely and utterly compelling. Mm. So I made quite a name for myself for investigating these things. And then Fifty Shades happened. And as much as it's an mm-hmm. atrocious book, I've read so- it. Oh, I feel sorry for <laughs> biggest, you. Biggest, biggest fan. I've read it. But yeah, all of a sudden, journalists who could write about sex and who could write about BDSM and who had access to that world and trust within that community and who had knowledge about that world mm-hmm. that they could communicate to other people were in demand, yeah. uh, including from big mainstream brands. I started writing a, an Agony Aunt column for Men's Fitness magazine of all improbable things. Oh, They'll wow. be loving that new device, the Fitbit yeah. for the cock. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not sure they would. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I started doing a, an Agony Aunt column for them because I decided they wanted someone who could spice things up a bit. And it got spotted by Jorex, who then hired me to help launch a new range of toys. And I got thrust, literally, Ooh. into the world of sex. And at some point I thought, well, everybody's asking me about these things, so I should probably go off and educate myself. 
So I've got some training with Brooke, the sexual advisory oh, charity mm -hmm. who I'm now an ambassador for. I've tried to do everything I can to make sure that I'm responsible in the advice I give because mm -hmm. I'm really aware that I'm not a doctor. So if there's something I don't know, I will consult a doctor. I have a, a worrying amount of gynecologists on speed <laughs> dial. Seriously, if you went through my phone, you'd think that my flump had had the A to Z of all STIs with the amount of sexual health services that are stored. Always an eyebrow-raising day with me. Yeah, it's so important that, like, it's really good that you kind of talk about the education and things because almost, like, in today's modern day with, like, dating apps and, like, sexting, it's not really talked about enough, like, knowing the facts about stuff, so, yeah. It's and I think key. people are still, even though we live in a really modern world, people are still can be quite prudish and don't want to talk about things. So things like the Modern Man podcast is great because people will be mm -hmm. listening and going, oh, thank God somebody's answering that question, finally. Mm -hmm. I find it fascinating, your job. The, the first thing I thought was, how on earth do you get into be like, knowing worlds about sex? Do you just have all of the sex <laughs> all Unfortunately, the time? I'm having none of the no. sex right oh. now. Being a sex expert has had a terrible effect on my love really? life. Yeah. I tend to find that one of three things happens when I try and go on a date. Mm -hmm. The minute someone discovers I'm a sex expert, they either think it's the most exciting thing that they've ever heard in their lives <laughs> and that definitely I'll go to bed with them in 5.4 nanoseconds mm -hmm. and by my psychic powers I will know <laughs> all of their tastes and their titillations I'll be able to hit all of their hot spots straight away which rarely happens mm -hmm. in a first sexual encounter it's like a sex um, bop it you just have to sort of hit the right things and then <laughs> yeah, they go yeah yeah well they assume that I am going to bop it oh, with yeah. them <laughs> Uh, straight away, which is obviously isn't always the case. Yeah. Then the second thing that happens is the flip side, and this happens a lot. People just find my job terrifying. And when it comes to dating, I think I'm considered very intimidating because guys assume that I'm going to publish and broadcast yeah. all oh. the finer details of whether their bits are indeed fine or mm -hmm. considerably thicker. But then the third thing that often happens that was it's been a real surprise to me, this mm -hmm. one, I did not see this coming, Ooh. was that I'll get two or three dates deep and mm -hmm. I'll be thinking it's going quite well. Mm -hmm. And then they will ask the big question. Oh my God, and I'll which one? The number of guys who have strung me along on dates because they actually would like some free counselling about their sexual problem, which often involves the phrase, so I'd really like to get together with my ex again and I was hoping really? that you could help me. Yeah, what? yeah. A lot of that people go for drinks with me because they think that they can get free therapy. Alex, that's crazy. It's what really upsetting, people? to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's happened oh. a few times. Oh yeah. my God. Well, yeah, Night With X. Aren't you part of the, is it the Channel 5, One Night With My Ex? Yeah, One Night With My Ex was, that's a Channel 5 show that mm -hmm. I was hired to consult on because they did some investigation into how social media has affected people when they have a breakup. And they discovered this phrase, demo, delete every moment online. And they found that a large percentage of people, when they'd had a breakup, mm -hmm. were immediately going back through all the posts they'd written about how loved up they were and erasing mm -hmm. them. Oh, God. They were completely obliterating all photographic evidence that the relationship had ever taken place. People wow. were just, they were deleting absolutely every like scrap of never evidence existed. like it never happened oh yeah Lord. when everybody's lives are so digitally documented mm -hmm. now i can understand why you might do that if you didn't want a daily reminder of what's yeah. just gone down the pan but i wonder whether some people in future are gonna actually regret that they've yeah. they've wiped memories yeah, yeah. everything surely that's a really messy breakup though like i've i've i understand like 
getting rid of them in terms of like hiding them from your timeline and not being able to see what they're up to. But it's nice to have pictures. Mm. Well, depending on what the pictures are. Yeah. I don't well, know why I got one. Is it ethical to keep a dick pic after you're not dating the dick owner anymore? Or Ooh. the vagina owner? Oh, dick copyright. It's not yeah. something dick right. Was there dick something could copyright. Talk? Copyright. Copy- yeah. <laughs> We got okay. there. That was good. Well that done. Like, well, we, got, we got there. We got there. Um, but it is funny, isn't it? Like social media has like it's become such a such a thing. Like we document everything online to the point of it's almost become a big thing to have the first picture with your boyfriend online. People like oh. Facebook official. Yeah, Facebook yeah. official. But then when do you become, like, sex official? Third date, fourth date, there's such a rule. I find this quite a difficult one to weigh in on. Like lots of people, I think I want to find out fairly fast mm-hmm. whether the diddling is going to do it for me <laughs> and do it for them uh, or whether it's a big whack-whack oops in the <laughs> yeah. bedroom department. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I wouldn't want to go too long without having some kind of clue about whether mm-hmm. the SEX was VIP or... <laughs> You know, when yeah. you've had a relationship that straight in there, it was like, yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you should ever make that judgment call after only sleeping with or only having a sexual encounter with somebody once. Once, yeah, 100%. because the first time is often clang- <laughs> it's a clanger a lot of the time, isn't it? You know, I mean, not not all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's mesmerizing and magical, and you Ooh. come together like a well-timed orgy but other times yeah you know it's a bit fumbling and jumbling and you're still working each other out and it's a bit awkward and maybe elbows and knees end up where they shouldn't be oh that sounds like quite a good experience like you need a special tool to extricate yourself from them afterwards <laughs> it's the kind of same as well though with if you go out with someone and you don't fancy them at the beginning but you're like oh but they're so nice and i really want to fancy them you, i believe that you can grow to fancy people as well i don't know about the sex side but you can go to fancy them I've been out with boys in the past who have been so bad at kissing oh god but I've oh, really no. fancied them have you ever had one of those kisses that feels a little like you're making out with a budgery gar where they just don't <laughs> open their mouth yes. very much and it's just really awkward <laughs> <laughs> and you, 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 you try to I like, wish people could see what you're doing with your mouth right just now just gently prise them open in a sensual oh, manner and it, oh, it's really creepy oh. I also had a guy I thought I was past the kissing with no tongue stage but a while ago someone did this the French kissing with no tongue and really yeah and it was so I was so taken aback that I was almost like oh god maybe they don't have a tongue I found it weird that he hadn't spoken this whole time (laughs) yeah I I was enjoying the silence but now it was really weird oh god bizarre what did you just I've just got this bizarre image in my head did you like try to put your tongue in and yeah and I got no physical response at all gates were locked down yeah I I felt like I was doing some alien probing and they were just not (laughs) receptive at all. Do you think he sat with his mates going, yeah, she just kept like dipping her tongue in and out. (laughs) So weird. Like had a gobble of guacamole and she was some kind of lingual breadstick. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. 
or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. food that's tends to be the things i think about daily what is your favorite food accompaniment for sex oh uh, a friend of mine is dating a guy who's really into using chili sauce which sounds like oh, the but worst single, single, thing. Thing. yeah i do not want nando's anywhere in my nipples <laughs> thanks no. very much he's really into it yeah on the whole i'm, I'm not into that because i just love eating and i love keeping those two things separately same with my baths i'm probably not going to use this food <laughs> because i love having baths oh you really should you really really should oh, okay maybe I, I feel will. like I should contextualise for anyone who doesn't know what slube is. Yeah. It's a powder that you sprinkle into a tub full of warm water, into a bathtub full of water, and it turns it, transforms it mm-hmm. into a vat of coloured scented lube. Oh, it's coloured? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it changes the colours. Soap is like, yeah. great. It oh, changes the whole thing. I can't remember what colour I gave you this one. Uh, it's I like think custard I've got pine yellow. green, I think. Oh, I've got pine green. Pine green. Like emerald pine green. It's like an air fresh. I was going to say, it's a bit magic tree. Yeah. I think it's more so aromatherapy than it is uh, okay. car smell. You know there's some boy racers out there who'd be like, oh yeah, get me in a vat of liquid magic tree. <laughs> Their sex soundtrack would just be a Golf GTI revving repeatedly <laughs> while they ranked off in their shower. Oh. Yeah. I'm trying to think more about my sex foods. Do you know what mistake I always make? So not to do with food, but I just well, I said, do you know what steak I always make? Because <laughs> I yeah. never, yeah. It's like, that's a great sex yeah. food. Right there, done. I'm Easy. trying to think of funny puns, but I'm just thinking of steak and it's all I can think about. When you were speaking about being an ambassador for Durex, I always get Durex and Dulux mixed up, which is obviously a totally different thing. And that would kill the vibe if I'm like, oh yeah, get the Dulux. Well, you whip out like, whip out like a colour match, kind of chart. Yeah. Like, Ooh. What colour do you like? Maybe like, Dulux should release a range body of... Body paint. Oh, yeah, ah. yeah, that, that would work. Yeah. Or, you know, they have the tester cards with all the like, sensual paint names on. Maybe they could Ooh. amp it up a bit, like vibrating violet. Penises can be quite violently coloured sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, Don't know, I've got a Dulux colour chart there. <laughs> This is the uh, the top end of the colour chart. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather have a raging one that the, like one that was just Peely, resolutely limp. Yeah. magnolia, oh, <laughs> just oh. a dull beige eggshell finish. Oh god. Where do we go from there? I don't know. I genuinely don't know how to come back from that. Come back. We've gone all, all the way from S and M, literally to B and Q now. Yeah. <laughs> Being cute. Oh, we could talk about range. DIY and move on to masturbation. I've got a millennial fact <gasps> about masturbation. Yes, hang on, was it Masturbation Month? It was. May. Yeah, uh-huh. May is International Masturbation Month, oh, which always fun. reminds me of Austin Powers, like International oh, Man of Mystery, yeah, baby. just wanking off in every single country that he can. I'm also going to preface this with Sophie's never seen Austin Powers. No. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Please don't dislike me immediately. Yeah, I am fun. terrible. Have you films. seen The Labyrinth? Yes. Yes, okay, I have good seen The Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
really wish there was a porn version called the Labyrinth. Well, there's something called Edward Penis Hands. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to leave that to your imaginations, but it is almost what it says on the tin. Yeah. I am going to go and look that up. I, I mean, you should. Go yeah. for like Bedwood scissor plans and make yeah. it a lesbian. Yeah. That sounds, again, quite DIY, so it fits yeah. into yeah. the theme of what I think we're the bucket about. list will definitely be involved in that in some way on the yeah. site. Yeah, the fuck it list. Yeah. yeah. But no, Masturbation Month. Yeah. Talk to us. Well, I have been working with a Japanese company called Tenga. There, ah, have you heard of them? They do really cute little sex toys. They do. Mostly yeah. masturbation stuff for guys. But yeah. you could, but if you're, uh, you use a lot of them in couples play as well. Over in Japan, Tenga are massive. They're so well known that they're stocked in kind of like the Tokyo equivalent of Liberties and Selfridges. Wow, you know, really? They're, they're quite well yeah. yeah. They've got their own energy drink. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. that's already fantastic. So what you can get like, match. jumped up and pumped up before you whack off. And they've invested some cash in trying to make men's masturbation toys less stigmatised in the UK. Mm. And I do think there's a problem there. I think it's A-OK over here for a woman to own a rabbit or mm-hmm. a bullet vibrator. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't really think twice about it, especially yeah. younger women. Mm. It's part of the course, yeah, right? Yeah, Which yeah. is hilarious because men, you know, it's so open that men talk about porn and wanking and everything else. But then that side of things is completely... That's so no, funny yeah, when you think about it. Guy said, yeah. I think for your average person, if a guy said, oh, I own a sex toy, mm-hmm. they would imagine one of those vaginas in a first that kind of looks like... Oh, fleshlight. Yeah, sort of yeah. look at it Ed, Ed Guiney, don't oh, they? Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Guiney. <laughs> oh, they, they just they look like a creepy bit of disembodied mm, thing. Body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Channel for um, a documentary all over that. But yeah, tengas don't look like that. They're not mm. they're not designed to look like anatomy. Yeah. So Tenga are trying to tell British people that mm-hmm. it's alright for men to have some variety and spice to their wanking. Mm. Not actual literal spice. I was about to say we've talked about that. Perry yeah. Perry does not don't go well. Don't put Creeker on your prick. <laughs> it's not a good <laughs> Yeah, Tenga are trying to normalise men's use of sex toys for pleasure for variety. They've done this survey about British attitudes to masturbation and they found that about, I think it's about 83% of people admit to masturbating even when they're in a relationship mm-hmm. and around, I can't remember the exact stats, I think it's about 78% of people said they'd think it was fine if their partner masturbated mm-hmm. as well, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't be worried about it. Mm-hmm. But only 20% of people overall think that it's acceptable to actually discuss this. So everyone's doing the masturbation and no one's having the fucking conversation, apart from millennials. Ah, Yeah, I was like, where do we come in? I know, it's like millennial facts. When you break it down according to age, if you look at your baby boomers and your Gen Xers, Mm -hmm. only like tiddly-widdly percentages of them, look at the millennials and 18% of them are like, yeah, talk about wanking all the time. (laughs) So so nearly a fifth, there's still a long way to go, but younger people are getting better at Mm. speaking more openly about Mm -hmm. um, opening themselves. Yeah, (laughs) good. I think your friend needs checked out. Speaking of getting checked Mm -hmm. out, tell us. I went um, for an STI test a couple of years ago when I was travelling in Australia and Uh I'd been backpacking around. I'd moved down to Sydney to stay for like three months Mm -hmm. but I'd met loads of boys when I was travelling and just got on really well with these guys. (laughs) But like mates, we became really good friends Mm -hmm. and I ended up travelling with an Irish boy and a Glaswegian boy. Very, Mm -hmm. very Glasgow class. I was just about to say that, yeah. Irish boy and a Glaswegian 
Norwegian boy walk into an STI clinic. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of ends like a bit of a joke too. No, and there was about four of them and then me. Because we were settling down, the boys were like, let's go get an STI test. And I was kind of like, I've been quite mm-hmm. careful. I don't think I need to worry about this, but I'll get one. And we went in and I went up to the counter all like, da 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 Hello, um, yes, we'd love to uh, have an STI test, please. Um, and they were like, I don't know what they said, you know, do you want the full works? Do you want HIV? Do you want the lot? And do I was like, the all of it. I'd like the lot, please. The full works makes it sound like you're at a car wash. Yeah. Do you want it waxed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want a revamp. Just yeah. give me the new, the new vagina, please. And uh, they, she you know, filled in the forms or whatever, to take a seat. And then all of the boys went up and just went, yeah, we've got something. We've caught something. Every one of them. Because they were like, oh, we can't be bothered waiting for results and everything else. So we'll just say we've got something and then we'll get something. So oh, I walk really in, dodgy. followed by like yeah. four boys. Clearly they would have thought that I was like, down bicycle, slutty McHore. All these boys, yeah. <laughs> We've definitely got something. I have to applaud them for at least going, okay, we've been shagging around, let's all go and get screened. I haven't even been shagging around. That was a thing. I was clean as a whistle. Is that the same? I was. I think you probably can be clean as a whistle. Whistles are quite clean. Yeah, you can whistle through your vagina, so yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I think you can do that with dirty ones as well. Not Okay, great. Dirty is the wrong word. Dirty. I think people need to talk more about what actually happens when you go through an STI test, because I think the, the terror of... The unknown puts a lot of people off. Yeah. Um, I often speak to young people where they're worried about what the actual tests were involved mm-hmm. and they think that they're going to be a lot more painful and a lot more invasive than they actually are mm-hmm. in modern times. But they're also really worried that the STI clinicians are going to tell their parents or going to tell their yes. doctor. You don't even have to give your real name if you don't yeah. want to yeah. an STI clinic. You could use one of your orgasm, orgasm day. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, like, orgasm day! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My name is Sally Orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a test, please. Yeah. I'm riddled. But like, you're so true. People don't talk about it. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this. She's, you know, same age as us, mid twenties. She's been sexually active for like mid teens. I didn't know. I didn't want to say she's been sleeping around (laughs) since she was eighteen, and um, and she's never been to an STI clinic. And Ah. she'd sit with, and I was sort of like, you know, you should. And she was like. Oh, you know, I've not. I know I've not caught anything, but again, you don't know. You don't know. You don't and this know. is something you people don't. don't talk about. Like, no. it's just it should be yeah. okay to be like, I'm going to an STI clinic. You, you can hit get me with like another stat. I'm gonna slap you Ooh. with another stat. Slap. Go on. Seventy percent of women who have chlamydia experience zero symptoms. Yeah. Can you get like home kits and everything? Yeah, 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 you can. Yeah. yeah. Superdrug do them actually. You can order them online oh, from Superdrug. They will even in areas of London courier them to you. And they Ooh. courier the morning after pill. Like a sex room. Yeah, exactly. I love it. There are certain areas, again, of London, SH24, they're called Sexual Health 24, Mm -hmm. in certain boroughs, you can order chlamydia and syphilis testing kits and gonorrhea testing kits, Mm. do them at home for free, and then if anything comes up, then they'll send you your medicine for free. Super easy, right? Super easy. So easy. Heterosexual young people can get HIV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So many young folks who I speak to think very sadly that HIV is something that Freddie Mercury had and people Mm. in Africa in the 1980s and that they can't possibly get it because they're millennial Mm -hmm. and that they have this kind of invincibility idea that they can just go and get an antibiotic and that that will cure everything. Mm. It's a shame because part of my work as a sex educator has been telling people, hey, if you've had unprotected sex, don't panic. Go and get tests and they're easier than ever before Mm -hmm. and our treatments are better than ever before. And that is true and I don't want to put anybody off Mm -hmm. thinking that. 
but also it is much better to protect yourself in the first yeah, place. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah not ev- yeah. not I don't want to scare anyone, but not everything can be cured. Mm-hmm. And terrifying me, more and more STIs are becoming antibiotic resistant as well. Oh my god. In fact, I'm from yeah. Macclesfield and we had one of thirteen cases last year of super gonorrhea. Oh god, that sounds a lot funner than it should. <laughs> the worst of all the superheroes. Yeah, oh exactly. God, shit superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a cape in the first place. Place, you probably, <laughs> probably wouldn't get it. On that note, yeah. where can I go and get an STI test? <laughs> what is the note? Is the note? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've gone very often onto various different tangents, but I think what might be a nice thing to finish bringing it back round yeah, let's, with. Let's, let's keep things chirpy. Let's keep things chirpy. Um, is we were kind of having a listen to a couple of episodes of a fantastic audio podcast bites that you do for The Guardian called Close Encounters. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm really proud of that project. It was, it's so refreshing to hear people talking in an open and honest way. And it's so important because there's no space for people to be able to go and just express things and ask questions and be open. I think that's my favourite project that I've ever done. As you know, it's a series of interviews with people about their sex lives and their Mm -hmm. love lives but there's something uh, noteworthy about all the people I spoke to and all those interviews pretty much all of them were conducted in those people's bedrooms as well so we're talking to them where the action happened Mm -hmm. so (laughs) on the um, front lines yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah so the first one was an interview with a girl who suffers from a condition called vaginismus, mm-hmm. um, which is um, not a very well understood thing. Actually, it's kind of it's part psychological uh, and part medical muscular mm-hmm. issue. Basically, what happens is your vagina clamps up so tightly that penetrating it with anything from a tampon to a mm-hmm. finger to a penis is painful to the point of impossibility. Oh, wow. And so she was talking about how she'd why she thought she had this and what Mm -hmm. she'd done to begin to overcome it. Then there was a tale of a woman born with two vaginas. What? Hazel Nelson. Yeah, have you not heard that that one? No. Yeah, yeah. I did a TED talk uh, earlier this year and I I spoke about her in that actually and it was wonderful seeing rivers of people's jaws just (laughs) I think that's how we just learned. Yeah. 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 Hazel who? (laughs) Well, everyone should listen to your Guardian podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, We'll also, we'll link to it on our Twitter as well so if people can't, uh, for some reason, find it on the online web, uh, you can just go along to our Twitter and uh, click the link and find it on there and listen to some episodes. Yeah. Clicking your mouse is one of my favourite euphemisms. Masturbation. Oh, I like menage a moi as well. That's a sexy word in itself, isn't it? Menage a moi. You could have a book, like a dictionary, for all of these wonderful things. (laughs) Urban Urban dictionary. Urban dictionary. I would love to work for Urban Dictionary. How do you think people get hired at Urban Dictionary? Maybe having vast knowledge of slang terms for really disgraceful, deviant Mm. sexual acts (laughs) in a basement somewhere, kind of like a sex dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with a disembodied vagina and a pot in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Very normal. Oh, God. Well, I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of fun and eye-opening chats with you guys. Yeah, I've learned a lot. You're wonderful. Oh, thanks very much. You're great. I've opened parts of you. I could hear a kind of gusty sound. Whistling. It's me. Horn of Gondor. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, my 
my god, well no, thank you so much. Again, people should check out Guardian Close Encounters, but also The Modern Man and you on the foxhole as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're welcome back anytime. Fancy chatting sex with us? Yeah. Just come on back. Absolutely. I actually think it's a really I think people often criticize joking about sex because they think that people are then not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really good entry point if you can have a giggle oh, about this. Yeah. Yes. I feel like this whole episode could have been a really great drinking game. You could yeah. have so many puns. It oh, still can be. Another one. Yeah. We would be smashed. Christ <laughs> knows what people would be drinking, though. Oh, God. Uh, that's okay. That's yeah. another film. question for another time, yeah. <laughs> Just a video part, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should leave. Yes, yeah. Thank should you. we go and not drink any of the things? No. Well, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you for coming you. on. I'll we wipe the seat before I leave. Thanks, we appreciate it. Beautiful. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed that and you want to hear more, then help us out and comment, rate, subscribe on iTunes and just let us know what you thought. And please, if you did like it, please help us out by commenting, rating or (laughs) subscribing. You can also listen via the ACAST website or on the app and you can find us at Podcast Goals on social media. So we're on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. All of the socials. All of them. Well, not all of them. Most of them. Three of them. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want barely any of these social channels, then it's our way. So drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Baby, come back. I'm going to keep that in. Should I do that again? I'll do that again. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.